Adulting. What does it mean? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? What is wrong with growing old with dignity? What's wrong with being an adult in today's world? How do we get through this time when everyone seems to want to be a child? To stay as an eternal child? We'll discuss that and more on The Theological Patriot. What does it mean to be an adult? It used to be something that meant you would have responsibilities. That once you turned 18, there was a certain amount of responsibility you should take. That you need to be grown up that you are possibly on your own that according to the government you're old enough and mature enough to be able to vote because they would consider you an adult But when you look at your average adult, when you look at which adults are popular, are they the ones that have a good family? That they have a career. That they've made something of themselves. That they're out of their parents' house. Or are the ones that... The quote, adults that are popular... Do they act like fools? They try to be hip and cool. And use slang... That the teenagers are using. Do they. Get married on a whim. And then oh it's okay. We can divorce. That's okay. That there's no sense of commitment. That we elevate people. Who have had multiple marriages. Because oh. We just fell out of love. That's not being an adult. That's being a child. Now, am I saying that if someone gets divorced, that they're a child? No. There are legitimate reasons to get divorced. Jesus tells us there are that... Moses gave the people of Israel two reasons. One, adultery. That that is, while it's not 
looked upon favorably God allows that so if someone commits adultery and they're not willing to change divorce may be permitted not encouraged but permitted so if you have a divorce that does not mean that you're a child but if you have multiple divorces where you just get married and divorced married and divorced married and divorced as if it's a game Yes, I would say you are childish. That if you were an adult, you'd be willing to do the work. You'd be willing to make a commitment and stand by that commitment. That when you say, till death do us part, that doesn't mean till I get tired of you. That that means till you take your last breath. It's been a while since I have been at a wedding or was attending my own. But when I was repeating my vows... After we exchanged our vows, exchanged the rings, the pastor said, What God has brought together, let no man separate. The illustration has been that when you get married, it's as if you take two pieces of cardboard and glue them together. And if you get divorced, It's like trying to tear those two pieces of cardboard apart and have them be exactly as they were before. Doesn't happen. So if you treat marriage and divorce as just a pastime, you're not an adult. That when you look at What does it mean to be an adult? There are a lot of things that people that 20, 30 years ago, maybe 40 years ago, were doing. But today, if you're in your 40s or older, there's a lot of people that don't do a lot of these things. That they have classes on how to be an adult. Here's six things that they say in a adulting class. One, 
They teach you how to have listening and communication skills. I thought we taught listening to elementary school kids, to preschool kids. Did I tell my three-year-old that when I'm talking to him, to listen, to remember what I'm telling him? To talk. Whenever I ask him something, I expect him to talk. I don't want my three-year-old just speaking absolute gibberish and goo-goos and gagas. I expect by three or four or five for a child more often than not, to be able to have some kind of communication skills. To be able to put words together to communicate their point. That if I, if I ask my son, if, he's, if he comes into the room and he's trying to get me to come to his room because there's something wrong, and I ask him what is wrong, I expect him on some level to be able to tell me what is wrong. That if he comes out and I ask him what's wrong, and he goes, he's not communicating. That's what a baby does. A baby makes nonsensical noise. But we're teaching adulting classes on how to communicate, how to listen, knowing how to meet people. Now, there is a certain aspect of meeting people and networking and all that that you don't expect a child to be able to do, but how to meet people. How to shake a hand. How to resolve conflict. We're trying to teach adults, people over 18, how to resolve conflict. There are way too many, quote, adults, people that are over the age of 18, that if somebody dares to disagree with them, they need a safe space to go cry and get in touch with their feelings because somebody dared to disagree with them. Then we have to teach people how to have emotional intelligence. We have to tell people how to feel, how to control their emotions. Are you kidding me? These are things I'm teaching my three-year-old. But apparently, in the world today, 
we have to teach people how to be adults. That it's cool if you go from job to job, if you don't support your family, if you have to scrape together things because uh, we've spent, we've got five credit cards and they're all maxed out. That's cool. Because look at this awesome car that I have. Look at all this jewelry that I have. Look at these cool shoes. We have glorified being a child so much that people don't know how to be adults. We have this Peter Pan syndrome that is rampant in our nation. People don't want to grow up because getting older is boring you have to go to a job you have to have responsibilities that's no fun is growing up easy no that's why it's called growing up it's not growing down or plateauing you don't reach the age of 15 and then you just plateau for the rest of your life. No, you're supposed to grow up. You grow older. But too many people want to be Peter Pan. They want to be a kid forever. They want to live in their parents' house. Not out of necessity because... They had a job and were making something of themselves and then they get fired or, you know, they lose their job because of a nonsensical executive order. And in order to not be homeless, they have to move in with their parents, but they still attempt to communicate, to make something of themselves, to find another job. To be able to move out of their parents' house. No, too many people want to be kids forever. They see a, being an adult as something to be avoided as long as possible. And that's what is running rampant and hurting our nation. That we glorify people that dance and act like fools on social media. Now, once you're an adult, does that mean you can't have fun? Absolutely not. Have fun. But you don't do it all the time. I'll play with my three-year-old. I'll pretend I'm a dog for my three-year-old. I'll pretend to be whatever. But I'm not going to be that 24 hours a day. That there is a specific time for fun. And there's a specific time where 
He's the child and I'm the dad. Where I have to be the adult. I have to be the authority. Because if I try to be my son's best friend all the time and never discipline him, he's going to grow up and he's going to have no idea how to do anything to contribute in this world. And that's what so many parents in my generation and younger have done. We would much rather be our child's best friend than their parent. We want to be cool. We want to wear all the same things that they do. But there is a reason there are clothing designed for teenagers. And not for 50, 60 year old adults. There's a reason there are things created for teenagers. But the problem is when we take those things that are created for teenagers and we try to do the exact same thing when we're in our 40s and 50s and 60s. That it's wrong to grow old gracefully. We want to stay young and vibrant. That we take the scripture that says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. We take that verse and flip it. We say, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. And when I became a man, I spoke like a child, understood as a child, and thought as a child. That doing difficult things, acting like a grown-up, is frowned upon so much. And the reason being, because teenagers are a whole lot easier to control than adults. That's a whole lot easier for me to convince my son that Woody and Buzz Lightyear are real than it is to convince someone that's in their 30s. But you know what? People love to be ignorant today. People don't like to read books. And if people do read books, it better not have a lot of big words in it that I have to go look up. It better be an easy read. And if it's going to be a long book, it better not be a long book that doesn't have pictures. Doing things that are difficult, acting your age, is frowned upon. Studying, bettering yourself, is looked down upon. 
because that's what makes you easy to control. That if you don't know what's going on and you have somebody else explain it to you because you're not willing to do the work, that's when you're easy to manipulate. That if you don't have control over your emotions, it's way too easy to manipulate manipulate you. That if your idea of a lawful protest is burning cities to the ground, you're just a big child. You're not an adult. If your idea of sticking it to the man is looting a Walmart or a Target, getting a big screen TV, you're not an adult. You're a child. You're a baby. That if you really want to see change... Then study, know what you're talking about, and get in power. Get elected. Change it. Don't act like a child having a temper tantrum and think that things are going to get better for you. Growing up is not... The end of the world. That. Having. having being a grown up. You have so many more opportunities. Than when you're a kid. That you have. So much more responsibility. That I'm going to trust. A 13-year-old, a lot more than I'm going to trust a two-year-old. Why? Because that 13-year-old will have a better understanding of things than a two-year-old, than a three-year-old. But the problem is, people today don't want to have responsibility. They want to be Peter Pan. They want to be that old infant. But when you look at people that are trying way too hard to act young and hip, they just look ridiculous. That they don't get respect. Adults get respect. That the definition of an adult, when you look throughout history, has changed so much. That when you look at Jewish tradition, when when does someone become an adult? For a young lady, it's the age of 12. For a young boy, it's the age of 13. 
how many 12 or 13 year olds would you call an adult? Would you trust to do adult things? Not many. But when you look throughout our history, some great leaders were young people. Joan of Arc was a teenager when she led the French army against England. Alexander Hamilton was a teenager when he fought in the American Revolution and wrote the Federalist Papers and came up with our financial system to create the greatest economy that the world has ever known. Alexander the Great was in his 20s when he had the largest kingdom in the world. So it's not that age has anything to do with it. It's not that you become 18 and all of a sudden you have to, you have to act like you're 40. No, but just don't act like you're 10. Take responsibility. Act like an adult. And if you're older than that, if you're in your 50s or 60s, do not act like you're in your 20s. At times you can have fun, but you better not act like you're 20 all the time when you're in your 60s. Because nobody respects someone that is that that ha that is in their 50s and 60s and is acting like a child people look down upon that that as you grow older you should be doing more difficult things that if you're a christian and you've been a christian for longer than six, seven years, you should be teaching. You should be reading commentaries. You should be reading Puritans. You should be reading intellectually challenging books. That the author of Hebrews is telling, telling his audience that by now, Meaning, they've been Christians for years. They should be teachers. But instead, they need to be taught the basic principles of the oracles of God. That they need milk and not solid food. If you have been a Christian for more than five or six years... You shouldn't need to be taught again the basics. Now, there's nothing wrong with going back and refreshing your memory on the basics. 
but you should not have to be reminded of them as if it's the very first time that you're being taught them. That if you've been a Christian for longer than six or seven years, you should be teaching or discipling in some capacity. You should be taking solid food in and not just milk. Because just like I don't expect my three-year-old to be able to understand complex theology, I don't expect him to understand when I say that Jesus was fully God and fully man. I don't expect him to understand what it means that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. I don't under—I don't expect him to understand what it means that there are three persons of the Trinity, yet one God. But if you've been a Christian for years, you should at least have a basic understanding of those things. But the problem is we allow mediocrity. We allow people to just skate by. We don't expect them to do the work, to read a biblical passage before they come to church, to teach their families the things of God. We don't expect that at all. We allow them to get by on milk. And as much as I would love to throw all of the blame onto the individuals, it's pastor's fault too. That you should expect more out of your pastor than some feel-good sermon every Sunday that makes you feel good when you walk out the doors. You should expect them to challenge you. Expect them to dig into the text, to figure out what it means, and to bring that to you. And you should be willing to do the same. That if the pastor says we're going to be going through Hebrews chapter 1 and looking at these specific verses... What should be expected is that those in the congregation have read the passage, have looked at the chapter, and have a basic understanding of what the pastor might say. But we don't expect that in many churches. We allow mediocrity. We allow people to be on milk for decades. We allow Peter Pan to be in the church. 
So my plea to anyone listening, don't be afraid to grow up. Don't be afraid to do the difficult things, to learn something new, to be an adult, to grow old gracefully. Be someone that is worthy of respect. Don't try to be a child too long. Don't be the eternal Peter Pan. Be an adult. Grow up. Don't accept mediocrity in your church or in your everyday life. I'm Jeff Rubidoux, and I'm the Theological Patriot.